This program is brought to you by ABBA Claims Consultants. Chess is the owner and a licensed public adjuster and appraiser. You can find more information about ABBA Claims by visiting www.abbaclaims.com. That's www.abbaclaims.com. Chess Bostic has spent the last 23 years as an insurance adjuster. His mantra has always been by putting God first, being in a state of appreciation, and leading by example, everyone around him grows. In this show, Chess will share his journey and conduct dynamic interviews with entrepreneurs about their passions and what makes them tick. Welcome to First Things First with Chess Bostic. Hey, welcome everybody. This is going to be a great day. This is uh, going to be a lot of fun. It's a special time. Hey, Todd has a performance background of an international magician, the professional background of a money manager and a franchise specialist, and the heart of a missionary. Like everybody, welcome Todd Sinelli. Awesome, everybody. All right, hey, Todd, tell us first, who is Todd Sinelli? Who is Todd Sinelli? Yeah. Well, I'll start with a gift. So okay. I've got a, a little gift I want to give you. And you can enjoy that. Oh, wow. cool. Do you like it? It's part of a dollar. <laughs> it's part of a dollar. When <laughs> someone gives you a gift, it's interesting, right? It's fascinating because you don't know what's going to happen with it. And if you pay close attention Ooh. to everything that you see, in a minute, things can appear or disappear right before That's our cool. eyes. Wow. That's a little gift for you just to start this That's show. Cool. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Yeah. That's That's awesome. So who's Todd Sinelli? Magician, money manager, I've been a missionary, and all those things woven into one. And so with the heart of a missionary and the education, uh, bring events together so people can experience what it's like to be astonished, to be alive, mm -hmm. to be awake. Right. Awake. That, that's awake. Huge. That's huge. What does awake mean to you? That's good. There's two different types of definition with that. Mm -hmm. Awake could People be... People think about it. It's not waking up in the morning and just getting your day going. Awake means... That, that, that's good. I think that is one definition. You're awake. Your eyes are open. What's you know the bigger picture? That you're present. Bigger picture is you're probably awakened spiritually. And, and I would say... So in 2 Corinthians 4, 16 through 18, anyone that knows their scripture, the things that are seen are temporal. The things that are unseen are eternal. So I would take the position that everything you see is designed to disappear. Right. The things that are unseen, faith, hope, love, mm -hmm. spirituality, God, Jesus, that's unseen. Yet, <laughs> that's more real than everything seen here. You're absolutely right. And, but that's the toughest thing for everybody to latch on to. It's, it's the toughest thing to latch on to your faith when you don't really see it. You don't have anything tangible to grab. You're right. As a matter of fact, I've been doing my best to articulate that and give people an experience. And there's different mastermind concepts. One is called hidden in plain sight. Mm -hmm. So if something is hidden in plain sight, you can't see it until it's revealed. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of things that happen. We don't know we're deceived or tricked unless someone shares the truth with us. Right, right. One thing that I've learned, and I'd like for you to expound on it, is that God speaks to us through our imagination. Mm -hmm. He speaks to us through dreams, right? How do we, people ask, how do, how do you know God talks to us or how, how, we get, how we get the word from him? But that's it. It's through your inspiration. It's through the ideas that he puts in your head, right? 
What do you think? Well, that's what I think. That's what you think? That's what I think. Yeah, I think that's a question a lot have wrestled exactly. over the years. But I think that's a possible answer to that question. Yeah, sure. And if you take the position that every good and perfect gift is from above, James 1, mm -hmm. from the Father above, who doesn't change like shifting shadows, then right. that would infer your thoughts, your inspiration. There's something in you that when you die, it disappears, mm -hmm. yet it's really there. Mm -hmm. So in Ecclesiastes 3.11, it says eternity has been set in our hearts, yet we can't fathom what God has done. So imagination, I don't know, I'm into neuroscience and people mm -hmm. explaining that, but right. I don't I don't know if I fully understand it. I, I don't either, but I know that I can latch on to that being something that I'm inspired to do. I think God inspires me right. to do things. And when he puts an idea in my head, where else could it come from? It's not me coming up with all this stuff. It's him. Sure. You know, the, the, those. I believe that's where that stuff comes from. And, you know, just like the premise of this show, we've always got to keep our mind right. Mm -hmm. Right. And we um, we want to always stay in a good place and stay in a place of gratitude and stay in a place of inspiration. And that way, everybody around us gets better. Mm -hmm. So that, that's the way we try to live our life every day. What what uh, talk about infinitely in what's it what's it like or what does it mean to be in? Good. Uh, commenting off what you just said, the mind, the mind's a powerful thing. Exactly. And uh, It's all in the mind. In Colossians 3.2, it says, set your mind on things above, not on earthly things. So a lot of what we think is important and how we say what we think. So in 2 Corinthians 4.13, Paul says, I believe, therefore I speak. So I want to speak about things I believe in. I believe in the infinite. I believe in being in. And if... Let me just put on the Christian hat for a second, and then I'll put on the corporate hat, and then maybe even the magic hat for another moment. For those that are people of faith, if I were to ask you, the greatest book, the greatest selling, the greatest author of all time, he wrote a book, best-selling book of all time. Right. That I book agree. would be? The Bible. The Bible. He begins his book with, how does it begin? You tell me. Genesis 1-1. Exactly. In the beginning. So of all the words that the inventor of language, the inventor of relationships, the inventor of life chose to use, he chose being in. If you fast forward and move to the New Testament, in the Pauline epistles alone, mm -hmm. the Apostle Paul writes, being in the Lord, being in the Spirit, being inspired 164 times. Either you're in the flesh or in the Lord, all these different differentiations. So what is infinitely in? Infinitely in is the power of being in. If I describe some of the people in the audience as intelligent, incredible, influential, ingenious, innovative, inf all these different I-N words really have power. And they're all biblically based. Absolutely. And we have some of those people here today that are <laughs> definitely in, right? One thing that you said, the, the a word that you mentioned a minute ago was inspired. And what that means to me is or when we go about our daily task and our work and our jobs and our, our corporate responsibilities, 
we, I, we try to act from a place of being inspired, not from a place of scrambling and having to hustle and make the dollar and chase the dollar and all that. We want to be inspired. I believe that if you're inspired to do what you're doing, rather than thinking you're going to have to make up ground or hustle, then things are going to go better. How do you feel about that? Yeah, there's a whole different thought on that from work, hustle, and in Proverbs 4.23, it says, all hard work produces a profit, but mere talk leads to poverty. So I think right now people have worked really hard with their investments, with their stewardship. Mm -hmm. The market is cratering. We're we're probably in a, a bit of a free fall right now, but all the hard work has disappeared in a moment. Right. Is it coming back? I don't know. Could you say, but you've worked hard, you deserve it? Perhaps. Could you say you've worked hard and you've received nothing? Perhaps. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if I have a steadfast answer. I just think there's a daily dependence on, on God right. where seek first his kingdom. Everything seen, it's temporal. Everything seen is going to disappear. And so you being in the insurance business, mm-hmm. you know Someone had something, it crashed, it collided, it's stolen. It has to be replaced and you can make that replaced. And we've always, we have to really concentrate on not getting caught up in chasing the dollar and and chasing the success. So um, that's important for us. What about being innovative? Talk to us about, you're obviously a very innovative person. Uh, how How do you talk about that? Innovative. So I'll come back to the comment you just made about what's in our mind and chasing the dollar. If if you take the word mind, just pretend it's written on the screen here. In the middle is what two letters? I-N. I-N. So in the middle of the mind is I-N. Remove the D and the M. And if you think the D is divine and the M is money, I can watch your life and see what you're really chasing. I'll actually be able to discern this. Doesn't take long. Doesn't take long. So either if you focus on money, you're going to miss this. If you focus on this, you might get this, but it fails in comparison compared to an intimate understanding with the divine. So in innovation, I create hopefully things you've never seen before and give you the experience of what it's like to show you the invisible is far more powerful than the visible. And even... There's thoughts in your head. You're thinking right now. Can I show you guys something cool? We got two people in the studio. Absolutely. Okay. I've got a couple books here. Okay. Uh, Jody, would you come on up here? I'm going to just going to, you can stand right up here, right in front. I'm just going to riffle through this book. You tell me when to stop any page anywhere. Okay. You tell me when to stop right there. Do you want to go anywhere? First word, top of the page. I want you to memorize it. Got it. Do you have a long word or short word? Short. Short. Okay. Do me a favor, give this to your brother, and I want you to open the book to any page, anywhere in the book, and choose, you had a short word, do a long word, like something, seven letters or more, okay? Anywhere, anywhere, when you got it, stop, close the book. Got it? You thinking of a word? Okay. I want you just to think of it. Don't say anything, just think of it in your head, okay? Now do me a favor, as if you're spelling it, Start spelling it. Say the ABCs for me. Go ahead. Say the ABCs out loud. Boom. Good, 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 good. Think of your word. I want you to spell that. 
Think of the first letter in your word. Just think of it. Don't say anything. Just think of it, okay? Look at me. Interesting. Is that an N? What is it? P. P. Wait, yours is an N. No? Hang on. Oh, it's round. That's a that's an O? You're thinking of an O? Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> Just think of it. I want you to spell it in your head. There's a lot of things going on. I'm looking at those words right there, but that's on the screen. Okay, you got to choose a word. You stopped on a page. Is um, Gosh, there's something that's fresh that you like. You're thinking of a word. I'm committed to it. Real loud. I want you to say the word you're thinking of. Old. <laughs> that is cool. Now, you've got a word. You got to choose any page anywhere, right? You're thinking of it. Just look at me. I want you to turn it into an image. Do not say anything. Just turn it into an image. Okay, keep looking at me. Wow. Do you, do you like um, seeing images? Do you like seeing images? Okay. Uh, do, you, uh, do you sometimes go outside and take pictures? No? Okay. I, I really don't know if I got this, but it's close. For, first time, you're thinking of a word. What's the word you're thinking of? <laughs> That's good. That's good. What do you think? That's pretty cool, huh? That's awesome. <laughs> you have thoughts in your mind. You have different things. You can give that to me. Now, what's crazy is at any time, you're thinking different thoughts, right? That you have and you're thinking, how did he do it? Or what's that? What's that like where someone's actually in your head knowing what you're thinking? That could be scary, huh? <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. Good job. At the most, when you start thinking of what's inside of you is more important than what's outside. What you're thinking, and I'll show you guys something cool after the podcast uh, that will really be, hopefully, inspiration. So what does it mean creating events? Mm -hmm. With the corporate, with the Christian group, I'll show that he is the image of the invisible God. Colossians 1. Right. In him, all things are held together. Colossians 1.17. He is the beginning, the middle, and the end. He, he's the image of the invisible God. How does that work? Right mm -hmm. now, we use words. Words can influence you. Words can be incredible. But even a right word at the right time could change your life. And I'll show people that faith cometh by, how does it go? Hearing. Right. In hearing by Word, the Word of God, Romans 10, 17. So that's the Christian version. Corporate version, if you're not innovative in doing something new and fresh, you're already behind and obsolete. God makes everything new each day from the sunrise, to the sunset, figuratively. All those things are new. When you have a new shirt or new clothes or a new friend, right. it's fresh, it's alive. Things that are old usually fade, stale, decay. So God wants us being innovative. And if people aren't being innovative in their business, right. they, they, um, they're not going to be around. You're right. And I think, well, I know that if you can be innovative, you don't have to worry about competition, right? Right. People don't, you, they're not a care in the world. You don't have to worry about what people are doing, about who your competition is. You stay in your lane and you be innovative and creative and, and, and you don't have anything to worry about. It's true. And I take the show and tell position. Right. Show me before you tell me. So some people, I have these suits. This, this is a custom suit that actually 
you could see that oh, that's cool. uh, monogram with infinitely in. So I believe in clothes. I believe in fashion. I believe that the things unseen are even more important. When you think about some of the things that are unseen, for example, you may or may not know. Oh, there you go. What that's about. Proverbs 12, 8 says a man will be praised according to his insight. Right. It's invisible. Mm -hmm. But when you can actually see things that others aren't, I would say it comes from inspiration. It comes from God. Absolutely. And that's new and that's fresh because a lot of people aren't seeing the value of the invisible. Right. What about, you said insight, that led me to think about intuition. Mm -hmm. People should use their intuition, you know, their gut feelings. Yeah. Um, I, I believe, too, that we get, we get our intuition, you know, from God speaking to us, giving us guidance and things like that. My wife, uh, Autumn, and I, we talk a lot about um, our check engine light. What happens if your check engine light comes on in your car, right? Right. Used to people, we had those. Yes. And that's something you need to, sums up, sums up, something's wrong. So if your check engine light's coming on, maybe you should reconsider what you're thinking about doing. Use your intuition and pay attention to your intuition a little bit better or, you know, be, be aware. What do you think of that? Sure, that works. I think the science is catching up to it, that you not only have your brain giving you a conscience that will kind of guide you, but also it's called your gut. Right, right, the, absolutely. The, the neuroreceptors in your gut is something women would call it sixth sense. Guys might call it intuition. It, it's something to trust. So I, I think to pay attention to those things because it's it could be the Holy Spirit just tapping and saying, "This is the way. Walk in it. Mm -hmm. Be careful, or walk by faith and not." So I think it's difficult to empirically prove, mm -hmm. but very powerful when you know it's true in your life. Right. And you mentioned something about the wives and the women having a sixth sense. Right. I think um, us as men and husbands and stuff, if we would learn to, I might get a little flag for saying this, but if we learn to listen to our wives a little bit, maybe more often when they have these gut feelings or these sixth senses, um, it'd probably work out for us a little bit better in, in, in a lot of cases because there's a lot of times where we move forward and do stuff and our gut tells us don't do it. But then we do it, and then we realize, oh, maybe I should have listened. Maybe I should have paid attention to my intuition a little bit better. So one of the things that I, I'm probably going to launch soon is, is teaching people the power of listening. Right. So when you go to the second question ever asked in the Bible, first question God asked is, Adam, where are you? But the second question ever asked in the scripture, mm -hmm. who have you been listening to? Or who told you? Who told you that? Yeah. Who told you that? And if you back solve about where someone's getting their information, I'll show you how either their mind is working intelligently, they're inquiring and asking good questions, and they're being influenced. But if they're not getting their information from a true source, all these other things would be off. Because either you're going to draw your information from the Word of God or from the world. And both those paths will take different results. There's a lot of people being influenced and in, in fear uh, right now as opposed to faith. I think that's a problem is the fear is that we, we a lot of us are going through our days in fear. And that's why I was talking earlier about 
being inspired. We've got to learn the difference. Right. And, you know, how to be inspired and not operate out of fear. And it's fun to talk on the listening topic for just a couple, because not only listen to your wife, but just listening. Just listen. Hebrews 2.1 says, pay close attention to what you hear so you do not drift away. Mm-hmm. And it's really fascinating. It's a nautical reference. So if you're not listening carefully, you're going to drift away. And how you listen and what you listen to is incredibly important. So I hope a lot of people are listening to the podcast. Absolutely. And, and they're listening to get information that actually is sourced in someone that has integrity. So you do what you say, you say what you do, and that, that's easy. Because if, if they're not, that'll be revealed over time as well. And they'll be inspired. Uh, and they'll be inspired. Absolutely. Um, how does the incredible, how does it become credible? <laughs> how does the incredible become credible? A lot of times you just experience something incredible, right? right? Absolutely. You're going to go back and tell your friends, this guy gave me a book. I chose any page. He told me what I was thinking, right? How, that's incredible. How would that be, right? But if you're incredible and believe it and it happened and you have witnesses, how can they dispute it? Because this really happened. And so the incredible, when someone has an incredible experience, let's say you came to faith. You, you believe the Holy Spirit opened up your eyes and you now see spiritually. I believe in miracles. That's incredible, that's, right? Exactly. But if, it, if I haven't experienced it, it's pretty difficult. Right. But if we share an incredible experience, and that's one thing that magic does. It gives people an incredible experience that the NFW, excuse my French, but no blank way. Like there's no way that right. that could have ever happened is when someone's really, it seems it's too incredible without mm-hmm. credible. But the best things in seeing in Luke one thirty seven, nothing is impossible with God. Right. And so whether it's, you having an eternal home in heaven with bounding in love or a miracle of your car's loss, you come on the scene and it's replaced. Right. That's incredible. Right. Exactly. And I think, too, once we experience something like that, something incredible, these guys will remember this for the rest of their lives. Yes. Okay? Even as uh, adults. But I think it's important to recognize and acknowledge something that great that happened. In other words, use it always, you can always go back to that experience, and every time something great happens to you, remember and acknowledge, hey, that happened, and, and, and give it credit because it means something. And then, then you can build upon all of these things that happen and use those experiences to get through the next times. You know, right. it, it, it gets easier. And there, there is, just to give you another Bible reference, Proverbs 3, verse 4, if you cry out for insight, and speak out for understanding. Like you really cry out, but you speak with understanding. You can whisper it. You can shout it from rooftops yeah. and it can change the world. Absolutely. Someone shared about an invisible God. Mm-hmm. You believed. <laughs> Have you ever yeah. seen Jesus? Not physically. No. Not physically either. Yeah, I yeah. still believe he's real. Oh, I believe absolutely. I'm going to see him again and kiss his feet. Absolutely. Absolutely. Talk about being invested. Mm. How do you become invested? I know a lot of people want to be invested and they want to get there. How do you get there? There has to be an action. You you have to put something in. And whether it's time, effort, energy, finances, a verbal, there there has to be, if there's an investment in time, 
in mm-hmm. preparation, it's evident. If there's no investment, it's mm-hmm. evident. You gotta be in, right? You, you have to in. be in. And where your treasure is, there your heart's gonna be also. So mm-hmm. a lot of people that are invested in stock market right now, right. their heart's sinking. Mm-hmm. They have a huge investment. Right. There's uh, a lot of people that are invested in the kingdom of God and know mm-hmm. that this is light and momentary. It's not meant to be sustained. So getting people to be invested invested in usually it's values too mm-hmm. is is tricky but i think some of the best ways to do that is to show them before you tell them for example during workshops uh i'll ask people in the audience what is your i n word what's your favorite in word from insight intelligent incredible invisible invested insured mm-hmm. ingenious innovative right there's a bunch of i n words there which right. one stands out to you integrity Really? Absolutely. Okay, of all the words, you chose that one. Yes. Do me a favor. Look at the back card. Okay, this has a, uh, a barcode on it. Mm-hmm. Chaz, does that mean anything to you? No, not at all. Do me a favor. Hold it like this. Okay. And what like, I want you like to do this? is look at the barcode. No, just like that. Okay. Yeah. And I want you to put it at eyesight, just like that. All right. Close one of your eyes. Tilt the card toward me. Just tilt it toward me. Keep looking at that barcode. Keep looking at it. And let me know if you see anything. Right about there. Oh, yeah. The lights in the way. Uh-huh. No. Try your other eye. Keep looking at the barcode. Right? Nope, nope, nope. Oh, this okay. right there. This right there. Yeah? Just tilt it right about there. Oh, yeah, there. yeah, yeah. What are you seeing? Integrity. Wait, wait, wait. You're seeing what? I see the word integrity. Earlier, you chose any word. Right. We didn't set it up. We didn't do anything. And right. now you're actually seeing what? Integrity. That's cool. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. You can put that down. All right. It's right in front of you. Right. You it couldn't. You, you chose the word. Wow. Integrity. I don't know if someone has integrity until we work together. Right. If you do what you say and say what you do, it'll be, it'll be a great relationship. If not, it's not going to go well, but you have to be in a relationship and be invested in one another. And then Mm -hmm. you're going to see whether that principle of integrity happens Mm -hmm. or it doesn't. And it can be hidden in plain sight, but someone's got to show you before you, they tell you. Absolutely. They got to prove themselves. What was that like for you? That's, that's cool. That's very (laughs) cool. The power the, wow. (laughs) (laughs) And who is the person that modeled integrity in your life? My grandmother. Grandmother? Mm-hmm. How come? There's a lot of people. Um, people that do what they say they're going to do all the time. Uh-huh. And, and there's more, but that, to me, that's what that means. When you do what you say you're going to do, and you do it with uh, respect. So Jesus modeled perfect integrity. Mm-hmm. Everything he said he did. When right. you read Acts 1.1, Luke writes, I'm going to tell you precisely about all Jesus did and taught. My belief is really teaching people the power of integrity. You can build a faith, you can build a business, you can build a relationship on that. Without it, it it's it's doomed at the start. It's a house of cards. Isn't it? It's a house of cards. It truly is. So inspiration, integrity, initiative, invitations, inclusion, interacting, these are all important. But I'll show people through interactive how the invisible becomes visible. How something you've never seen or valued before becomes priceless. Awesome. What about, what is awakening 
astonishment. Awaken astonishment. So there's uh, right now infinitely in is what it focused on. For a number of years, I developed a platform called Awaken Astonishment. Mm -hmm. Mediocrity doesn't last. Astonishment does. Anytime, anywhere, anyone. And I just felt that people were being listless. Like when I asked someone, when's the last time you've been astonished? Mm -hmm. Just get this flat line. And just training as a magician and as a missionary and as a, a money manager, I, I see astonishment all the time. I'm astonished something new. I'm astonished by what people say. I'm I'm in a continual state of just really being astonished, but I wanted to show people that. And so my promise was 100% guarantee you will be astonished for your money back. So I've done hundreds of shows. I have never had one person leave and say, I want my money back or I wasn't right. astonished. She's the opposite. Well, as a money manager, uh, promising somebody they're going to be astonished or your money back? <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't do that. That's that's a, well, that's kind of a big disclaimer, right? Yeah, that's true. Uh, but yeah, that's cool. All right, this point in the show, we've got uh, people that have been watching the show, and they've got a question for you. Sure. It says, when my light bulb finally comes on, how will I know that I'm truly in? When your light bulb comes on. In other words, it, it's, uh, they have an awakening moment, right? Good, good, good. How does, that, how does that work? I'll answer this two ways. One, in John 9, 25, Jesus meets a blind man. And everybody's quizzing them. What happened to you? What? And he goes, this one thing I know. I was blind, but now I see. Mm -hmm. His light bulb went on that he knew. He couldn't see. Now he sees. And the first person he saw was Jesus, which who opened his eyes. So spiritually, you're in. When your light bulb comes in, when you're actually committed in a relationship or in a business, that light bulb will come on. When you say yes to that job, that interview, that relationship, mm -hmm. you're in, and the light bulb should click. How how do people truly know they're connected? How do they this, the same way? In other words, how do they feel? Good. I, I you know personally, I became a believer when I was 17. Mm -hmm. I just knew that I knew that I knew, and so that sounds cryptic, and it's not meant to do that. But also, in John 8 verse 32, Jesus says, "You shall know the truth, and the truth will set you free." So when you know, you know. And right. when you believe, you believe. It's in your bones. It's, it's in, in your, your bones, soul. and it's it's an invisible attribute that yeah. that happened. Nobody can talk you out of it. I, if I believe the Spirit gave you insight, then if someone could talk you out of it, that was just a good argument. Right. Because then they could talk you into it. Great. That's that's great. Uh, also, we have another question for our company as well. Ava claims is uh, my company, and we what we do is we are public insurance adjusters and kind of in the financial business like you are, but we represent the policyholder, I say against the insurance company, but we, we, we level the playing field and we give them a helping hand to make sure a lot, of, a lot of people don't know how to work an insurance claim. They don't know what their rights are. So we help sure. the folks. Uh, we represent the policyholder when they have an insurance claim like a tornado or a fire, and we make sure that the claim goes smoothly, and that's what we do. But we have a question that says, I've already received a check for my claim, but I didn't receive enough money to cover the damage. Is it too late to go get more money? And absolutely not. Uh, you can uh, go get a contractor. And we want to make sure that you have a good estimate uh, for the structural damage that may need to be repaired, that type of thing. But we can also re-engage the insurance company and have dialogue with them and present our position and get more money. We want to get it right. That's the main thing is we want to get the claim right and we can absolutely go get more money. Okay. Uh, so thank you for the questions that uh, were asked. 
if somebody wants to get in touch with you and they want to engage your services for uh, you're a keynote speaker and you do big events, you've done events for the talk about a few of the people, Dallas Mavericks and some of the larger firms. Who, who have you worked with? If you want to have an extraordinary event, if you want to experience the infinite, the incredible, if you want to have a sales motivation or just an employee connection time, go to infinitelyin.com and you'll see some videos from different events. Dallas Mavericks have been fun, done some for the legends, which would be Coach Carlisle and Rolando Blackman. And it, we've done some fun events. Yet the events that I love, I've done a lot of insurance events because you sell the invisible. Right. It, it, if you don't have integrity, when that claim comes, you won't be around. And you've been doing this for a number of years. years yeah. So I love actually insurance companies, but the I'm the guy when you want something extraordinary. I'm not the guy for a data dump or a professional expert in the industry. Right. You're, uh, the things that I see on your website, people really have a good time uh, when you come there. They leave, they leave astonished. I believe so. And that's the goal. Absolutely. Well, man, I thank you for coming. We want you to go and visit wherever you get your podcast, whether it be Apple or wherever, uh, YouTube, Facebook. Uh, take a look and go like our pages and join up where you can get the information on our show every two weeks. Thank you. Thank you for coming. Appreciate it. Take care. Thank you.